Okay, so I know that ascension means awakening to skills, gifts, talents, and abilities, but does everyone have them? And how do you know when you have them? As we move more and more into our authentic being, we will begin to learn that we can do many more things than we ever thought. One of those things we can do is heal with our hands, which is the gift of awakening to Reiki. And that's what we're going to talk about during this program. Welcome to The Collective Awakening, where we have cozy conversations with all kinds of lightworkers, way showers and healers on a variety of hot ascension topics. I'm your host, Debbie Dubois, and I want to thank you for joining me to talk about everything from new relationships, twin flames and sacred unions, to tarot and astrology, to Chinese medicine and advancing healing modalities, and more. The Collective Awakening is brought to you by the RVF Radio Network and True Sacred Union's The Awakening Toolbox. Heed the call to conscious living with The Collective Awakening. Well, everybody, it is Debbie Dubois here. I want to welcome you to today's show, The Collective Awakening. I'm so happy to be here today. You know, just before we get started, I want to share just a little bit about a new healthy ritual that I'm beginning for myself. It was pointed out to me by um, a healing friend of mine that uh, that my morning coffee was actually a morning ritual, and that it was the ritual itself that was actually affecting my body. And I didn't really understand what that meant. I knew that the coffee was working against the alkalization of my body, but you know, as she was talking to me a little bit about it, I realized I sipped this cup of coffee for, you know, all day long. It was like maybe three quarters of a cup of coffee. But I noticed after she brought it up that it was very much affecting, you know, when I wouldn't feel right, I'd grab for that little sip of that coffee. It was like my crutch. So not only was it not alkalizing my body, it was actually creating um, a kind of codependency, a dependency, and it was showing up in other areas. So it was really interesting. I decided to start a new healthy ritual and I gave up the coffee. Now I am a week out from giving up the coffee, thank God. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I started this morning and I did some celery juice and I prepared um, some lemon lime water, um, some Chinese tea, a blend that I do. And you know, my message here is, is that sometimes we just don't think that we have time to take care of ourselves. But, you know, we really do need to stop and take that time, create the rituals that we need to, to nourish our bodies or to just rest our bodies or just, um, you know, honor them because they are the vehicles that we are using here. And, um, that is, you know, along the lines of the, the topic that we're going to be talking about today is, um, you know, our gifts, our skills, our talents, our abilities, all of the things that have been showing up in our awakenings are happening because we allow the space for them. And they also are being kind of moved through us by our higher selves and source. So on that topic, we are going to talk about awakening to Reiki. My guest is Christine Torella. Christine is an associate broker and team leader of her own real estate team, as well as a two-time recipient of the Five Star Professionals Top Real Estate Agents Award. And she was also awarded accolades for being in the top 2% of real estate agents here in Atlanta. And if that is not enough of an accomplishment, she's also a member of the Association of Reiki Practitioners and is a Reiki Master Healer with her own Reiki practice in Kennesaw, Georgia. And to me, most importantly, she is a dear friend and business colleague of mine. I am so excited to have her here on the show to talk about her awakening into Reiki healing. 
Welcome, Christine, to the Collective Awakening. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Debbie. I'm glowing just hearing everything you've said so far. Oh, it's just so nice to have you here. I mean, I wanted to take a moment first to introduce how we, we met, because I think it's a real demonstration of how the world works, like in these mis most mysterious ways. Yes. We were what? At Westcott Business Association. What do you yes. remember about that? Um, I remember we were at a, an after-hours networking event that I dragged myself to because I just don't. Uh, by the end of the workday, that's the last thing I feel like doing is talking to more people, but I always enjoy it when I get there. And you, I don't know if you read my energy that night and thought, oh, I need to reach out and touch her or uh, how it even occurred, but you, you introduced yourself and um and we had a, a nice conversation about what you do for a living your the marketing uh side of what you do and i had just gotten the the idea the brainchild of zen den um the reiki studio and i desperately needed some kind of advertising and website design and all of the things that you do and so we were just connected right from that moment and uh, it was, it was yeah. the universe putting us all right where we needed to be for sure. It's so funny because that's the last place I expected to meet a really spiritual being, of course, exactly. you know, but that is what's so amazing about what's happening. And I think that's what we found, right? When we connected, yes. it was kind of like, oh my gosh, my sister. <laughs> right. That's right. Where'd you come from? How did, how'd you know? Right. How <laughs> did that was your question to me. You were like, how did you know that I would, I know how to do this? And I said, I had no idea, but I just felt like, and I'd met, you Know, of course, lots of marketing people in the circles that we we network in. Right. Um, but I just felt like I don't know. She's going to understand what I need to do and let me give her a try. Um, and it was just it was all divinely led. That that's really the best way I can describe it. And it's been been perfect. I, I'm so happy <laughs> with everything you did on the in that realm. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, what's really funny is, you know, when we first met. And you told me where, you know, what real estate agency you worked with. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we found some common people. I had done a website for one of your colleagues. And uh, mm -hmm. I just assumed you needed a real estate website, to be honest with you, once, once we said <laughs> goodbye to each other. So we, we uh -huh. arranged that Zoom meeting. And then when we mm -hmm. got, got on and you're like, well, I, I'm going to open a Reiki studio. I'm like, oh. <gasps> No way. <laughs> yeah, that was your reaction. I know. Uh, see, I thought you just looked at my my original real estate website and said, "Oh, this girl needs help." Which Oh no, that <laughs> we'll, was We'll work on that one next, but I, I will let Coldwell <laughs> Banker take that one over since since they uh, maintain it. We'll let them handle it. We'll let them handle it for now. Yeah. 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 But um but what it was even freakier if you ask me <laughs> was that mm -hmm. you know then we started talking and i was showing you examples of lightworker resume or resumes websites that i had mm -hmm. worked on and i showed you mine and then we were talking about marla and then we started talking about um a, a workshop in banff canada that i yes. was going to like within what a week to facilitate something like that yes uh -huh. oh, my gosh. And so you were like, oh my God, that's I have cool. to go. Yes. I'm going. <laughs> and I could not believe that. I was like, okay. So, and it was not a topic that you weren't even really like familiar with. So you were just kind of right. like, but you just felt that call to go. Yes, yes, yes. I <laughs> there was no doubt when you told me what it was. Well, actually, I didn't. I had to research the um, the twin flame theory and and all of you know all of right. that you did. But when you told me where you were going, what you were going to be doing there, that and there was someone else. Uh, Kelly was there doing Reiki. Angie does Reiki, so um, it's a uh, it, it was a natural draw for me. Right. Um, but I also had. I am sure I probably told you this, but if not, I'll tell you again. Is that I scripted for this, uh, meaning that 
this is something that I wrote in my book of things that I want in my life where I try to manifest, well, I don't try, where I manifest things as I write them down as though I already want them. So what I, what I was writing for was to be given opportunities for more travel in my life and for great connections and great, um, great souls that, that I was to meet on this trip. And that's what I wanted to gain out of it. I didn't care if, if nothing else happened there for me, but I wanted to have those connections of people that I knew in a, in a deep way cared about me that I was going to care about as well. And just for the universe to put all of that together. And wow. that so happened with you for one. And I love that we live so close to each other and I know. we can have a, like a real live relationship with each other, right. um, supporting each other and, and going through this, this whole transition from 3d to 5d. Uh, right. it's so, it's so fun to have someone right here that I can connect with and in a, in a eye to eye. I um, just but, chilled on that. Yep. <laughs> uh, right. And, but the, you know, the friendships that I forged with, with Carol and Marcy and Cheryl and Sarah and countless other people who we, uh, Angie, you know, everyone that, that we had on that trip was just, that was a soul sister moment that we all felt collectively and it was amazing and we still carry it you know we all are in, in contact and um taking care yeah. of each other long distance and meeting up when we can i've, I've got a, a trip that i'm scripting for right now that that i manifest um with with uh, some of these people so wow. i'm just uh i i'm amazed at the way that everything has worked and I shouldn't be amazed because I know that that God and universe and my higher self and all of those things angels all of our guides uh, combined are all working for us to have the most wonderful things in the world and all the abundance in the world and all we have to do is just ask for it and and believe that we can have it absolutely That's my theory anyway Oh yeah. And I'll tell you, you know, on that trip, it was like, I remember feeling a little bit concerned because I was like, you know, here I've got this um, business associate that it's just sort of like jumping in and I'm thinking, oh, I want her to be comfortable and I want her to make <laughs> friends. And I mean, I just felt that whole energy there. And it mm -hmm. was so beautiful to see yeah. all the connections. Those, uh, as much as I love the online workshops that we all do, um, yeah. and the ones that are coming, there's lots more coming, mm -hmm. but, um, as much as I love those, there has to be those live events as well, where mm -hmm. people just, cause we have hug fests, don't we? Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And and that I was able to practice Reiki on on people there that yeah. just spontaneously happened and and they were all enough of a moving event that I was able where I am able to blog about them and and have you know keep those as experiences and um, to make my tool belt even wider. So it yeah. just it did so many wonderful things for me and my energy and my life in general yeah. that I, you know, you want to stay in that bubble. Like we all said, like, I don't want to leave and go back to the real world, but the real world needs us here to just right. spread that, that joy and that light that we had there. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I actually got to experience Reiki firsthand from you because we were packed with um, this event, like moment after moment of with people and um, my body, I remember at one point just, you know, having a bunch of tension and headache at the end of like two days or something and you worked on me and it was like, oh, and we can support each other and we can mm -hmm. nurture each other that way. So yeah, yeah, there's, it's, it's an incredible experience. Um, I wanted, I wanted to talk just a little bit about your awakening because one of the reasons why i wanted to have you on the show aside from the fact that i adore you um <laughs> but one of the reasons why is that i know that there are a lot of people that are going to be awakening 
to new skills, new talents, new abilities. Even people who are awake now consciously are beginning to develop some skills that they really previously didn't know that they had. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that because you come from basically a very traditional background, don't you? I mean, you real estate and being a bro uh, associate broker and mm -hmm. yes. yeah, tell me. Yeah, completely different from the Reiki world. Um, I I have been always been in business that way as far as banking and um, and software development. I was a business analyst before I became a real estate agent, and I became a real estate agent by accident because I'd been laid off from a uh, from the software job and. Uh, it happened when everyone in the whole world got laid off from internet jobs and everything else, unless you had all kinds of skills, which I, I uh, <laughs> will admit I did not. I, I was enjoying that job and I did a good job at it, but I was expendable for sure. I, you know, as I look back, I didn't think that then. I needed, <laughs> I needed counseling then, but um, no, I, uh, it caused me though to get into real estate when uh, my girlfriend asked me she was doing it and she said you look like somebody that I think would be really good at this and I said I don't know I'm a little bit nervous I see a lot of papers I'm not a paperwork person and she said yeah. oh you don't have to do it like this I'll help you I'll, I'll send you actually she paid for me to go to real estate school and um and so a whole bunch of times later it took me a whole lot to get my license because I uh am a well, I was a bad test taker. I'm not any longer. I've I've overcome that. But I had a real fear of taking tests. And right. I uh, struggled a lot getting through it. I had to memorize everything to get me through that test. But I kept going back until I passed. And I've been completely grateful for that ever since. It's been, right. I think, um, well, since 2002. So 17 years this year. Wow. Uh, that, I've, that I've done this and uh, have gone through a, a lot as anybody knows mm -hmm. the real estate market's done a lot of, of different things but uh it's always it's always done me well and uh I, I love giving back by having people working with me on a team and and letting them flourish and and grow and be their own person too when when they're ready so right that was yeah my life up until this past summer when um I had been doing a little bit of soul searching while I was traveling during the summer and um, looking at family history, talking to my my surviving family members that you know knew my grandparents, my great grandparents, my great great grandparents, and just hearing the stories of them. Mm -hmm. And when I had shared with them the fact that I had gone through a couple of Reiki trainings. Um, I guess I should probably explain to people who aren't familiar with what, what Reiki actually is. Yeah. Um, what, what the process, you know, well, it's, I, I'll explain a little bit about what Reiki is so that people sure. aren't in the dark completely about that. Yeah. It's, it's a, uh, a healing energy that comes from the source, the source of whatever you believe in, where energy comes from. For some, it's God. For some, it's the universe. For some, it's spirit. For some, it's angels. Some, it's higher self. I, I don't exclude any kind of, I don't put any religion to it at all for myself. Um, I'm just open to the good energy that comes through me that I'm able to put my hands on people in a light touch and and feel where they have um, a blockage, a, a struggle with pain or with um, a mental blockage. And I feel for that and I attempt to pull that bad energy out and, and refuel it with, with good energy coming through me. Gotcha. Um, that's the best way that I can describe it. Uh, right. And so that's, that's where that comes from. Well, I was going to uh, say, so, so when you, how did you discover that you actually had this or you told me a little bit about when you, you brought up scripting, there was a period in your life that you actually met someone that 
that taught you about scripting and things of that nature? Yes. Okay, yes. tell uh -huh. me about that. Mm -hmm. Joyce Reynolds is uh, she's motivator of one or a thousand is what she goes by. And she's a beautiful lady, and uh, she's someone that I was invited to her class in 2011, and. Um, I went and the first thing that I had written in my scripting book which what is what she she teaches many different things but that was what the class was on and that's writing down what you want as though you already have it manifesting things using the laws of attraction um, creating abundance things like that is, is what your goal is in this class and right. so I was brand new to thinking this way I had no idea that people thought about things like this wow. and uh, mm -hmm. the first thing that I wrote in my scripting book was I wish I had my own business but I'm afraid and when I looked at that sentence I had to pick it apart completely to understand what was I afraid of mm -hmm. and from that I created a business plan and um, so that I could overcome every single one of those fears and that's where my uh, ind independent real estate company came from when I left a, a larger uh, company and I opened up my own brokerage that's how I started doing that by writing that out and then just going from there and just watching it come into fruition so I credit you know those those years uh, that I did that to uh, Joyce and for teaching me how to believe that I could do it. So another thing that Joyce teaches is Reiki uh, classes. So there's three levels of Reiki, one, two, and three. Uh, one and two usually are taught together in a weekend and then the third one separately. But at, when you get the third one, then you become a Reiki master. And for all three of the, um, all three of the levels, you are given attunements and those um, aid you in giving your Reiki and making your Reiki stronger than what it naturally is because we all have the ability to give Reiki. Um, so right. we just uh, need to know how to tune into it. Right. And so that's how I, how I started doing it. I took the first two classes from Joyce in 2014 and um, practiced on myself a lot. That was, you know, as you were talking about self-care, yeah. that's so important for uh, someone who practices Reiki, who gives Reiki to other people, that we practice on ourselves on a regular basis because you are your best testimonial. Um, I, I think you would believe me if I told you that I've, uh, stubbed, you know, as an example, stubbed my toe beyond the belief of pain where the, the pain is like white, bright lightning just flashing before your eyes and all you can think about is you know cussing or uh, kicking using your good foot into whatever hurts your bad foot right. <laughs> you know that's what you're thinking about so yeah. once I get get past those emotions I will apply my hands to the affected spot and ask for my Reiki to, to work and to come through and I need you now angels whoever is out there right now that's available <laughs> please run this Reiki through my hands and into my toe and and I promise you that it works and it works quickly I, I've had to do it in in snap moments and um, and uh, it works quickly for myself so I I will say all day long that I've been able to take pain away from myself. Um, wow. Well, it's interesting that you should say that because um, ever since I, I've had a couple of sessions with Christine and uh, every, every single time, I mean, I have felt so incredibly relaxed and everything afterwards. And it's been such a positive experience. And it's funny because what I've done is I've actually turned around and I've, I've realized that I have healing in my hands as well that I have not developed and focused into. And of course that, you know, leads to a whole new topic that we'll talk about in a minute. But I have, um, I, both of my children just had their wisdom teeth out. Both of them got to a place in their healing process where they were extremely uncomfortable to where it was like getting uncomfortable for me. And, um, and it, cause 
you know, you just want to help them make yeah, them you want feel to take better. it away. Mm-hmm. Right. So I called upon all of my entourage and in the mm-hmm. source energy, and I just placed my hands right on their, you know, their faces and their head, yeah. kind of like you mm-hmm. do with me. And I just yeah. asked for some healing. And both girls, the very next day, they were like better. They felt wow. so much better. And they Yay. actually said, well, my, my oldest, who is just like so 3D, she doesn't want anything to do with 5D. <laughs> I talk uh, about wanting my spaceships. I'm ready for my light ship. And she's like, not me. I want my car. I want a car <laughs> with wheels and I want to drive it and I want to go to college and I want to have it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but, anyway, but she was one that actually said, wow, mom, I felt that. So Um, and, and even my husband, you know, was having some issues and has allowed me, and now he remembers the name Reiki and he'll say, mom did Reiki on me. And I'm like, wow. So he is. So I love it. I do too. So what I was going to tell you is, is that as a master Reiki practitioner, you have the ability to teach, correct? I do. Yes. 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 I I taught. (laughs) Would you like to be a student? I probably do. <laughs> Yay, I would love to. Yeah, I think that's in my future very, very soon because I think that, like you said, it's so important to understand that as mm-hmm. we are awakening, these these talents and these gifts, they are blossoming through us mm-hmm. and we never know what's going to happen next. And we think, okay, well, now I, I know how to do Reiki. And then all of a sudden you find out, oh, and I can foretell future events and I can you know there's so many right things that are coming to us we're just really in the I want to say in the infant stages of mm-hmm. um you know working within these new avatar bodies that we have and um I just thought I'd share that about the healing hands because I love that I <clears throat> I love that that's exactly what you did you did Reiki on them if, if you're feeling if you've got your hands on someone that you love Mm-hmm. someone that you care about and you know that they have pain and you're asking for any kind of source to give you some healing to give to them mm-hmm. you've done it you've yeah. got you, you don't even need the class no you need attunements <laughs> i know but yeah. but no you you did you gave them reiki and i love that i mm-hmm. i'm happy to hear that story and yeah. it, it's uh you do it to yourself too you know when you're feeling a headache um you know place your hands wherever that that headache is just like you normally would like uh you know h- how you do it in grief like uh yeah, <laughs> my head hurts and you're just gonna put your hand on your head but really right. feel for where is that headache and hold your hand there and and ask for the reiki energy to come through and then just pull it away when yeah. you feel like that energy is flowing then just pull your hand away from that area and throw that energy out and then put your hand back keep doing that over and over and you're going to feel a dissipation in that headache wow i yeah. love that yeah i've had some of those experiences i still have work to do with you i know but um but there are you know, very specific instances where, you know, I had specific issues with pain, like between my shoulder blade and my spine, and you worked on that, and that's been eased quite a bit. Mm, So, um, yeah, it's been amazing. So, all right, so tell me then, um, now you are, you discovered that someone in your family originally carried this gift. Tell me a little bit about that family history. Yeah, I I started down that little rabbit hole and then I veered off somewhere. (laughs) Oh, Um, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I tend to do that. But um, so I was in New York, in upstate New York, where I grew up in, um, well, I'll just say Carthage, New York. Which I did. I was going to say, which I did as well, because I was in Airport, (laughs) New York. So how far? That's right. Yep. Yes, we were, and who knew? I but, know. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you're in upstate New York, right? So I'm up there, and um, I go up usually once a year when I know that it's not going to snow and I'm not going to roast. So August <laughs> is usually the best time, and uh, yeah. uh, this last time I spent about two weeks, and uh, luckily I have family and friends that love me and let me um, stay with them wherever I am. And so I was talking with my cousins and um, they had saved articles of 
my great-great-grandmother's obituary and her estate being divided among her children and her grandchildren and also my great-grandmother's. It was the history all the way back to about 140 years is what they had in uh, newspaper articles that I was wow. able to make copies of. And I, so I actually find myself reading them often because they're so interesting to me to hear the history of what my family was doing back in 1900 and 1905. And, you know, when they were born in 1877, it was just, I ended up going down the rabbit hole of researching where my great, great grandmother was born in Italy. And, um, that's on my bucket list. I'm, I am going to visit this little tiny village. I, I know that I'll get there, yeah. um, but I, I have to. Um, so her name was Rosa and she was born in 1877 and Rosa outlived, um, I think three of her, of her children. I'm pretty sure three of them, uh, had passed away before she did at the age of 88 which that was in 1966, she passed away six months after I was born. Uh, I'm sorry, four months after I was born. And uh, she, uh, that, that was an old age for back then. Usually people were dying. Her, my great grandmother, her daughter had passed away at age 57. So she outlived my great grandmother. And uh, she wow. was the lady, yeah, it was, it was interesting. Um, her son, was a um, a captain in the army and was at the bridge of Ramagan and deemed a hero for uh, for getting people off the bridge before it was blown up by the Germans. And uh, well, that was a really famous. That was a very yeah. famous thing, wasn't it? The it bridge was, of yeah. Ramagan. What does it say, Ramagan? Ramagan. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I hope I got the history correct that uh, whoever blew it up, because I'm right in the middle of reading the book now. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I found the book of among my mother's belongings that I have in uh, some of them in my garage, and I found the book the other day when I was not even looking for anything in particular, and it had a bunch of the articles about Uncle Arthur in there, and it just reminded me that that's another tie to my history, and uh, it's really an important thing for my family, uh, and he has recognition, which is really neat, in Carthage um, on his gravestone, and then also there's a monument that has all of the people that were in World War II on there, but he's... Wow he's recognized. So uh, Rosa was the woman in town that my, my cousins tell me that uh, people came to for healing. So if someone had a, a sick baby, um, they would bring them to Rosa. And any, anything uh, that they were, the ailing and the sick and the tired and the poor, they all came and, uh, and got healing from her. Right. And so from what I understand that no one else really practiced Reiki uh, knowingly until I started doing it. And wow. so when I learned that, I realized what a gift I really do have, you know, uh, that I want to continue that tradition of that being in our bloodline. And so then I felt like I should get the, um, the third degree of Reiki so I could be uh, a master and be able to teach other people this this craft and right. um, and so that's how I ended up going back to Joyce in uh, in July and getting the third one and then simultaneously I um, met my friend Christy who owns uh, Legacy Massage and Wellness in Kennesaw up in Legacy Park and right. we were in a networking meeting together and she had um, told me that she had a headache and I asked her if you, did you know I did Reiki? And she said, no, I, I didn't. And she said, do you want to try? And I said, yeah, let me try. So we went and found a quiet corner and I let her sit there with this migraine for a minute as I just felt her energy and felt every, you know, just the perimeter around her head. And I could feel this pulsing heat coming out of the top of her head. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't even have my hands on her. I just had them above her and was grabbing hold of that heat and pulling it off. And to me, it felt like just this big rope of, of heat coming out of her head and me tossing it over my shoulder. Mm -hmm. And I did that for about five minutes. And I felt like 
okay, it's gone. And I've done, you know, I did as much as I can for her right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I told her that and she said, my gosh, she said, I could feel it felt like a string was coming out of the top of my head. She and I said, well, it was a rope. But yeah, you're close. (laughs) It was really thick. And she said, no, that's just what it felt like. And so it was strange that she described exactly how I felt like what I was doing on my end because her eyes were closed. There was, she wasn't in front of a mirror. She didn't, I was behind her. She didn't know what I was doing up there. Right. Um, So it was just, it was really a neat experience. So she uh, let me know about 10 hours later that her migraine had stayed away all day long. And she said, you need to do this for a living. You need to share this with other people that can use this kind of healing. And so I, um, she offered me a space in within her massage studio or, and I have uh, a space in there, as you know, and it's yeah. just um, it's gone from there. And with you helping me with the website and the Facebook business page, that's gotten me a lot of attention and people right. have been coming in through word of mouth and through the offers that I've put out there and it's going to get uh, even better. I know. And um, I'm, yeah. I'm, attract who is uh who's meant to come and and see me and i'm i welcome all of them wow wow well you definitely i'm ready to come in now (laughs) (laughs) i've I've got an appointment at one o'clock but i'm free right after that (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh wow so where do you see all this leading you? What are some of the things like, I mean, I know it's interesting. Well, you, you script. So mm-hmm. tell me some of the things that you have scripted for your future now. Do you continue to script? Because I think I need to learn that too. <laughs> yes, yes. I go to a class on that. Um, well, Joyce teaches every other Friday. I, I'll send you her schedule. Um, she, she teaches at a bunch of different places, but the one closest to you and I is the one every other Friday. Right. Um, and then, so I still enjoy that when I can get there. And then on Monday nights, I typically go to, uh, to my friend and coach John Hyatt, um, mm-hmm. who is, uh, the show up available coach and living your best life. And, mm-hmm. um, he teaches scripting as well and, and a lot of other really great tools. In fact, I have him, he comes into the, uh, into my sales meeting for my team, for team Torella, the real estate team, and yeah. comes in and coaches us during our sales meeting for an hour. So I really am grateful to him for everything he does for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now for the people that, that are out here earning money with me and helping people get into and out of house. So it's, it's really, uh, turned into a, a wonderful thing for him and for I, because now he can advertise this, this session uh, to other real estate companies who will hopefully uh, see the value of what he, he's giving us. Well, it sounds like I may even want to talk to him. That's the kind of, that's the oh, kind of yeah. thing I like to uh, pull together for, for shows like this. Absolutely. Oh, yes. He would, uh, he'd be a wonderful guest for you. I'll definitely put that connection together. That would be great because yes. <clears throat> I think that's one thing that all of us would be uh, really well-versed to do. Um, I, I've, I've, called um, a similar process to that pre-paving, but not in such a formal, you know, such a formal way as to actually sit down and write. You're, you're actually writing out what you want to see, right? I mean, you're... Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm like an example of what I would write is that trip that I'm taking to Hawaii is paid for easily and effortless, effortlessly. Mm-hmm money is abundant because there's more money in the world than there are people. And there's enough for everyone to have to be able to do the nice things for ourselves that we need to do and to take care of ourselves. So that trip to Hawaii is already bought and paid for. And I'm on the beach enjoying the sun and my friends and all of the beauty that Hawaii has to offer. I need to script that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, so do I, because I just made that up. But no. Oh my gosh! Well, write that down, girl. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm sitting here thinking, I can't believe how much we probably put up obstacles to what we want, just based mm-hmm. on our belief systems and our thoughts. Oh, and that, totally. That we don't think like that. I mean, the That's- world 
in general about everything. Who thinks mm-hmm. like that? And I guess there are certain people that are thinking like that because they're materializing <laughs> their world like yes, that. But absolutely. they probably, but those people probably come from places of abundance and prosperity anyway. So to them, it is just natural to feel like there's always money. Well, I always have money. And guess what? They continue to experience always having money. Mm, you know, that's yeah. why I'm, I'm striving to be that person. I'm not that person. I'm, the per- I'm going to tell you a little secret of where I just came up with that script. I'm yeah. sitting here looking at my brand new vision board that okay. I did um, two weeks ago with my team. We all sat down together and did a vision board and then we shared them this past Friday at our sales meeting and it was really insightful and great. Right. So I'm sitting here and it's in front of me as I'm talking to you because I wanted the words that jump out at me as inspiration. Um, but there is a, the largest picture on here is one of palm trees and it could oh. be any island. Um, but I, I have to believe that I am an abundant person, that I'm abundant in love, in money, if that's what I want, in business, in good decision making, in protection, in serving other people. I'm abundant in all of those things. And I have to believe that. But it's not always easy because then we have the 3D world of Yes. Oh, I just looked at my bank account and um, I haven't had a <laughs> I haven't had a, a check come in for a minute because people are afraid to buy houses right now with this uh, you know the situation uh, right. with a, with the furlough. So um, I totally understand. I wouldn't wouldn't either. But right. uh, it's it's I can't stay in that in that world because that's not going to stay like that. That's you know, right. the, we're going to continue to evolve and we're going to continue to move and people are going to, you know, continue to need me to take care of them in one way or another. And I just want to be open to whatever way that is. Right. And so that's where my head needs to be is to be show as John Hyatt loves to say, I have to show up available. We right. all have to show up available for whatever is given to us on each given day. Mm-hmm. And if we're not available to whatever it is, then we're either robbing someone else of something, not robbing, I shouldn't use that word, that's pretty strong, but <laughs> we are, you know, that we Depriving have things someone. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and I'm not talking material things mm-hmm. per se, but, you know, a, a word of wisdom or, um, you know, a, a something that they need to hear that day or a warm hug or whatever it is. And if I'm not open and available to be there for that or to receive, that's my, I'm always open to be giving to other people, but being open to receiving is Mm -hmm. really difficult when you're a giver. Um, Interesting. Yes. It's, it's something I have to consciously work on and, um, you know, it's been forced on me lately where people are saying, you're just, you're going to take this and and you're going to do this and you're going to accept this. And, you know, whether it's a compliment or, you know, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. I have just learned to say, thank you so much. I I will take that um, because it allows me to be able to give back in in a bigger way uh, when I'm full of, you know, when I receive it. It's hard mm-hmm. to explain, but well, no, I think you're doing a beautiful job of explaining that. And what's very interesting about that is, um, you know, the the article. I've been trying to write this article, and I say trying. You know, the, there goes those words again. I have been mm-hmm. writing an article for the last week and a half. There's mm-hmm. been so much shift and so much change um, that is second I get something solidified, it's like what do they say, nailing jello to the wall? It's like everything's in such shit. But one of the strongest things that came out and is part of the article that I'll probably publish like today, not to date the show, because I definitely, this show should, you know, of course go on into the future for anyone awakening to these, to these talents and, and gifts and skills. But, you know, at this particular junction in this moment of now, we have an astrological um, uh, event happening when we have this full moon and we have Mm -hmm. this um, um, eclipse and everything else. We have been in a place where 
we feel almost like we're compressed and stuck in a, in a way we've been in this place, like we're in this birthing canal. One of the insights that came to me, and it's in this article that I've just written, is how we are... Um, those of us, there's, there's this, and it goes back to Atlantis. And I, and I do, I do have very few past life recalls, but I do have an experience that I've recalled from Atlantis where I was a mediator and I was a mediator between the, what were called the sons of Belial, which were the service to self individuals, which we would, you know, term one side of our aisle, you know, the way traditional world thinks and, mm -hmm. um, the, uh, service to others, which would we in this day and age would turn the other side of the aisle. And um, what I had to do was bridge the gap between the two. In this lifetime, I am back here again. And this relates to what you're saying is that those people who have programs of serving others, the universe is forcing us to learn to take care of ourselves as well. There is, there has to be a balance. A lot of times we talk about the feminine and masculine balance, and maybe that is what we would talk about. Service to others, feminine, service to self, masculine. I don't necessarily agree with that because I know a lot of masculine who are giving a way, way too much right now. So mm -hmm. instead of thinking feminine and masculine, you know, I'm thinking more service to self and service to others. There has to be that balance. And what's happening right now is for those people who are not taking care of themselves, they are finding the wake up calls because there's the holdouts right now. There are those that are holding out saying, I am just going to keep on giving and keep on giving. And as long as I keep giving, I know that it's going to show up for me someday. Mm -hmm. um, and then you've got the others that are saying, oh my God, I can't do this by myself. I need help. I need help. And they're taking, and they're taking, and they're taking the help. The mm -hmm. balance has to be struck. Yes. And there's the perfect example right there of how the universe is saying, Christine, you have to learn how to receive as well. That's the service to self that it's like programs, they're programs. And I'll tell you where that comes from. It comes from the control structures that we've had on our planet, um, which really wanted us all to serve, 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 serve. And yes. it has created a slavery kind of mentality on the planet. Mm -hmm. Because we are always, you know, we're programmed to feel guilty if we think of ourselves, think of others, think of others. Um, so anyways, this is something that is happening right now in this moment of now. And if you're listening to this, this message is also for you because it, it doesn't matter what the astrological outlook is. If this message is coming up for you now and you're listening now, it means that this might have some significance for you. We are having to bring this all into balance and we cannot go into the higher dimensions really unless we do, because what happens if we don't give, um, you know, to ourselves, we get fatigued, we get all kinds of health issues. Um, and we stop being able to really give to others if we don't give to ourselves. And if we're too busy, you know, thinking we're small and we need other people to take care of us and, and we're looking to um, serve our own needs, then we are not experiencing our full power and potential. So that's kind of the message, you know, that I've been getting over this period of time. And um, thank you for, you know, it, it is just one in many confirmations that I've been getting that that's what is happening right now, you know, and, and that's what, what's going to take us into, into that fifth dimensional energy. That's right. Yeah. That's so right. we're not available for it. We're not open and we don't see it coming we're going to miss that boat. <laughs> right. I, well, I know I don't want to miss it. <laughs> I've right. Got to on that, that ship. Well, I'm pretty sure that the energies aren't really going to allow us to. It's like everything is concentrated in and it's kind of forcing the situation mm -hmm. um, so that we, we have to. Um, that is the major thing that I've seen is that in places where we we don't acknowledge it, that universe is it, just going to keep pounding us over the head, literally. Oh, yes. 
more and more and more discomfort until we can, you know, move forward in that. So, yes. yeah. So, well. <laughs> I, I uh, am so glad that we got to have this conversation about uh, Reiki and, and how yes. I came into that. And yeah. I can't wait to read your article. All of your articles are wonderful. Oh, uh, thank you. And, and your videos and everything that you do. I, uh, I admire him. You have a gift. Well, we're getting ready to do some really interesting things with the Awakening Toolbox. Um, and I'll talk about that just as I'm wrapping up. But yeah, the Awakening Toolbox, uh, you know, we have this vision of being able to support people who are awakening with um, information in different forms from, from workshops through articles, through shows like this, um, and even in-person workshops um, to support that awakening crowd on the planet that is, is basically going to want to explore their own divinity, their own um, authentic beings. And um, we're going to be providing ways for people to see, hey, it's not just me. There are other people out there that are also experiencing these things. And to create a network of light where people can reach out and talk to people or, or they can experience firsthand, well, I think I'll try a Reiki session. Let's see how that feels. I'm going to go buy some crystals. Now I know what to do with them. Whatever it is, that's the, the mission of the Awakening Toolbox. Mm -hmm. So... Um, you know, that's all part of this, this effort to educate. And I am just so grateful that you've taken the time to talk with us about this. I would love to have you back in the future just to, you know, we can explore some further subjects. Um, mm -hmm. I know that you are continuing to grow and the areas that you're exploring continue um, to develop. Yeah. So, it would be interesting to have you back at some point and see, you know, where, where you've gone from here, if you will. <laughs> oh, I would, I would love to come back. Thank you so much for having me and giving me the opportunity to share my stories and, and my experiences and oh, absolutely. Love to be able to help anyone who, um, who feels like they would benefit from a, a Reiki session with me. Absolutely. And if you want to know more about Christine, you can visit her website at zendenreikihealing.com or you can follow her at zendenreikihealing on Facebook. You can also message her if you have any questions or if you want to book a session and you're in the Atlanta area. Um, I want to say thank you, Christine, so much for joining me today on The Collective Awakening. Thank you. Thank you, Debbie. This week's Collective Awakening has been brought to you by the RVF Radio Network in conjunction with True Sacred Union's The Awakening Toolbox. Please follow our channel here on Blog Talk Radio if you'd like notifications of future shows. You can also contact me, Debbie Dubois, through True Sacred Union's The Awakening Toolbox on Facebook if you have any questions for me or my guest. Um, check our Facebook page if you want to know more about upcoming uh, programming. I stream this broadcast weekly on Sundays at 3 p.m. And I want to thank you so much for listening and being part of the collective awakening. Until the next broadcast, namaste.